0: I have BPI, which is a brachial plexus injury. It's an injury that occurs at birth. So my left arm is shorter than my right arm. I'm unable to lift my left arm kind of above shoulder level. You have a disability you think you cannot do, but you can. As long as you mentally are strong enough and confident enough in yourself, then you'll figure out a way. Honestly, I think that's even without a disability.
1: Hey, y'all. Hey, it's your host, Paisa Noel, and welcome to the Paisa Noel Show, hashtag PNS, a talk show based in L.A., California, where most of the guests reside. Also a talk show where we always find that laugh. I am stoked that we have officially arrived at PNS Season 2, themed Overcoming the Odds and Pursuing Passion. In addition, PNS viewers and listeners have now been named Drumroll, Paisa Noel show Passion Propellers and Bold Beauties. You might be saying, hmm, what do that mean? Well, all that means is that you are bold, beautiful, and not just pursuing but propelling your passion. And if you're not, quote unquote, yet, I think you will after hearing these stories. Throughout my journey as a former professional dancer turned talk show creator, I have met some fascinating people with inspiring stories. Let's dive on in and hear them. Peace out. What's good, my Paisa Noel show passion propellers and bold beauties? What you think, Adrian? <laughs> Hey, I like it. It was real long, though. It's real long. Sound like one of the Baptist churches. (laughs) It'd be real, real long. I'm like, oh, this is long. But I still love it because I got to include the bold beauties up in there because people bold in this group. So, you know. Amen. (laughs) Amen. I like it. So I'm so excited. I have my childhood friend and um, just, I'm not going to age us, but like we've been friends for so, so long and yes. I'm so excited because she has such an inspiring story. Um, she's so well-rounded. So hi, Adrian. I got Adrian. Adrian.
0: Hi. Yes. Hi, Pies, as I affectionately call her.
1: <laughs> yes, I love that. And yes. she is actually an author and an international Zumba teacher. And many, many other things, but those are the two things I'm like really so impressed by. I just wanted to put that out there. So, you know, who you are talking to. (laughs) Uh, Thanks. (laughs) Y'all know how I start all the time. And I always have to give like a big intro or my feel about everybody so it's now my turn to do that I'm doing it just freestyling so we just gonna freestyle it I was reading last time it was going kind of slow with the read so we are gonna just go freestyle
0: <laughs> all right all right
1: so um agent somebody that I met in I think preschool right
0: yeah it, that it's not like that it was like kindergarten it was like yeah really we
1: met like a long long time ago And we have been friends since we've been to many birthday parties, skating rinks and carowinds, the movies, sleepovers, birthday parties. So like, this goes on everywhere together. And we just have so many funny memories (laughs) with our parents and just the families and stuff like that. But um, she has BPI, what she will tell you about. I have always been so inspired and I actually always forgot that She had it because, like, just like she just did everything. I don't know how she was able to do everything, but I mean, I've seen her accomplish marching band, I've seen her accomplish dance, and she can dance too. That girl be dancing. (laughs) (laughs) You be getting that my dad you say Adrian be getting down. So like exactly down
0: <laughs> Daddy
1: Davis. yeah, yes, he has a trip. And I've seen her uh do art. Her artwork is amazing. I've just seen her do a little bit of everything. I have a few little memories of like, oh, let me put her hair in a ponytail. But I mean, I, I don't know how she really got through everything. And I just, I forgot, like she just really figured out everything and how to do it differently to the point that I forgot that that was the case. And she's beautiful. Those are the things that I remember the most. And uh, she's inspiring me still as we speak. And I just can't wait for you to hear
0: her story. So welcome, Adrian, And let us know if
1: you have more to add to your intro.
0: Um, I think you did a pretty good job. I was about to say pretty great if that sound weird, but yeah, <laughs> a pretty good job. So, um, I think uh, the rest of the conversation, people get to know me that way. Um, I'm not one to like really be like tooting my horn on every little cross, the you know, dot the I, cross the T. Yeah, you yeah, know, so. resume, huh? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's, it's okay. I think you did a great job. <laughs>
1: oh, thank you, Adrienne. Okay. So season two of the Paisa Noel show is Overcoming the Odds and Pursuing Passion. So she is my poster queen, I'll say, for this. And um, I just want to give you guys a couple of notes of, of what overcoming the odds means, because it will spark some more thoughts and also kind of spark our conversation. So via Google... It says overcoming the odds is succeeding in something that you are highly unlikely to achieve, achieving something that most would deem impossible, an accomplishment of something that was seemingly improbable, or succeeding in something where people thought you would fail. That's a big one. (laughs) Mm. And when the odds are stacked against you, it's not very likely you'll succeed. But when you do, that means that you overcame the odds. So with that being said what kind of odds did you have stacked against you or just what comes to mind with hearing those things?
0: I think the first thing is honestly, my life has been one where I've overcome the odds where things were stacked against me for me not to be able to exceed in the things I've been able to exceed in or to be able to pursue the things that I've been able to pursue. Because actually, I know we talked about the fact that I have BPI, which is a brachial plexus injury. And it's an injury that occurs at birth. And actually, tying it to being the birth form of the injury, it's called Herb's palsy. I've always lived with Herb's palsy, and Herb's palsy is basically um, an injury that occurs during delivery when your brachial nerves that are um, connected to your spinal cord are either torn. Severed, bruised, stretched, which can cause a lot of damage and allow you to lose mobility in that arm, um, to have sensitivity when it comes to feeling, you know, and sensitivity in your hands and your arm. And then it also impacts the growth of your arm. So, range of motion, growth, and the sensitivity. So, my left arm is shorter than my right arm. And then I'm unable to lift my left arm kind of above shoulder level. So, um, actually I'm raising it now and this is about as high as I can raise it on my own. So actually, uh, my injury was one of the really severe ones. I had a tearing from the spinal cord. And typically when there's a tearing, you're deemed to be paralyzed, you know, to have a a paralyzed arm. That's not going to have much function at all, but God saw it differently. Um, and I have a lot of use out of my left arm. It may not be as much as others, but it is much more than what my parents thought I would have, what I, of course, you know, learning about it now as an adult would have thought I would have had. So yeah, that's why I'm like my life in general and the way that I'm able to kind of do things and still utilize my left arm is overcoming the odds tremendously because I shouldn't have any movement or functionality in that arm at all. So that's the first thing that comes to mind. And I'm so grateful. And I always kind of go back to that whenever I have moments, you know, because, we're, you know, I'm human. So even though I've learned to push past it, I still have moments where I'm like, oh, what would life be like if I could actually move my arm like everybody else or do this, you know, where I start to get in my, my head. Um, but then I also I go back to the fact that, hey, Adrian, you are blessed to be able to have the the use that you have now. So let's be grateful for that. And let's figure out how to continue to be able to work with that to do things that, hey, I know I can do and that I want to do because life doesn't end. It's just that I have to change the way that I approach things um, and I have to think outside the box. Causes me to be more creative and more intuitive and, you know, um, just approach things in a a more fun way.
1: (laughs) Yes. And I really think that like, you're naturally very creative, but, um, Maybe that was the extra blessing to get you even more creative, because Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I've never seen somebody that can do so much stuff. And like your art, like I said, is so creative. As you can see, her background looks amazing. And I've been (laughs) to her place and the way she decorated was just like, oh, my gosh, like she just has this eye and this natural, creative eye for everything, Uh, this drive that's so like inspiring. And it makes me say, now, look, I can't have no excuses because look at Adrian. And then, oh, speaking of that, you did this challenge and you did the plank with one one arm. I said, I ain't even trying that. I'm just going to go like that and just leave it alone. But I be struggling on the regular plank. Th- these are the things that she can do.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: like barely any function on mm-hmm. the left arm. So, um, yeah, I just I just think that you're amazing and I love everything that you do when you talk about this, uh, these odds against you, like, when did you realize that you were different? Like what age was it?
0: Um, you know, what's funny. I think I didn't necessarily realize it like on my own. I think it was the fact that somebody else, uh, brought it to my attention when I was younger, because honestly, this has been my life since day one. So I didn't know anything different for myself until I went to school, which is kind of what my book is based off of. Um, So it wasn't until I went to, you know, grade school and unfortunately I had a a little girl, you know, and of course now as an adult, you're like, they didn't understand, you know, Mm. but that did not want to sit with me on a school bus and I remember kind of wondering, like, why didn't she want me to sit with her? So I can't really remember if it was like um, if she specifically pointed it out, but that's when I realized I think it's because of my hand. And because my family never made it an issue, right? They they never highlighted it like Adrian, oh, we gotta, we gotta, you know, baby Adrian in this, or we gotta, you know, they never did that. So I never thought to put that before me and going into places. So like I said, it was never a thing that I realized on my own, but it was when I unfortunately came across somebody that didn't understand um, that pointed it out and made me, uh, made me aware about how different I am. Honestly. And I think that was my only encounter with bullying. So I'm grateful for that too. And bullying could could be at an even greater level than that, right? I'm glad it didn't get beyond that. But that's where I first experienced where man, I have a difference. Some people may not like me and and some people will. But what can I do about it, you know? And I and I I had conversations, you know, with my parents as I was growing up and I think You know, seeing pictures because I would see pictures of myself and like cast and everything, you know, they would show me those things. But I do remember at one point in time where I started getting really emotional about it, um, where I would cry seeing myself in pictures with a full arm cast and a cast on my leg, you know, but in those moments of being able to have those conversations with my parents, they've also reinforced the positivity back on me. Like Adrian, yes, that was something tough that we had to deal with, but you're, you're great. You're strong. You can do anything. And, And that's, that's where I've always learned that Adrian, you can do anything you want to do. You just have to do it differently. And I've always lived by that because my parents always stated that to me. You can do anything, Adrian, you might just have to do it differently and that's okay. You know, so Yeah. So I appreciate my parents, um, you know, being real with me, you know, by putting those things in front of me and putting those pictures in front of me and having those conversations because it allowed me to be able to know that I have a space to be able to talk to them about it. But then also to get the reinforcement that didn't allow me to walk away feeling down like I'm unable or, you know, incapable. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And as you were talking, I remembered, Oh, I forgot an accolade at the beginning. And that was okay. So maybe that instance of bullying happened when you were younger, but Adrian went on to be homecoming queen at her high school. So like, obviously, you know, she inspired other people and I, they probably thought like I did, like, I don't even notice that thing anymore because you don't make it a big deal. That shows you the power of what you highlight, other people will. But if you don't highlight that thing and just keep going with everything you do, then everybody's going to not care.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And it's that's crazy you said that. I was thinking about that earlier today. I was thinking about that exact thing earlier today because I actually had a conversation with another individual that has a brachial plexus injury that reached out to me and just wanted to have a conversation and connect. And she realized that, man, now that I have like made room for people to say, if you need help, just let me know. Or, you know, that she has kind of like allowed people to understand that she does have a disability and that she has an injury, and everything. She learned from them that a lot of times they didn't even realize it, even though she was covering it up, Yeah, that a lot of times they would be like, well, I never even felt like you had a disability. I, I never noticed. She was thinking, I would always think that's the one thing that they're focused on there. Cause she's, um, that's something where she's in front of people a lot. And that's yes. what I, I said. That's what I learned from talking to people. And I hear it so often. People are like, I didn't even know. And in my mind, I'm thinking, how did you not, you know, in my oh, mind, sure. right? I'm like, how did you not? Is my arm is different. It's shorter, not talking down to myself, but just thinking like this. I would think, yeah, you would notice. And they're like, no, you do everything like everybody else. Like, I just don't realize it until you actually maybe have said something or until we do something that really requires maybe something with two hands. Then I realize it. To go to your point, yeah, if you don't make something a big deal, then others won't make it a big deal. And if they perhaps start making it a big deal, if you kind of shut it down as if it's not a big deal, then once again people won't make it a big deal. You don't have no room
1: for it, yeah.
0: yeah, it's like you control the narrative, you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. but um yeah, and it's funny you were talking about me being homecoming queen. I think that was my first really big accomplishment that stands out in my mind. Um, That was at a point in my life where I could really take in, wow, people really accept me for me, right? Like all of these kids in my high school voted for me to be homecoming queen. And I I just was like blown away. And I remember being so emotional about it. It's not that I didn't think people didn't like me or that that I didn't have a chance but I always would think because I tied my thoughts to when I started dating and the beginning stages of that I was really insecure about you know dating and um coming across people that are really kind of judging you like you know determining who you are based off of what they see and you know I would hide my arm I would you know, wear bigger shirts, um, and I would hold my hands. So I finally just got to a place where I was like, you know what? I can't keep doing this. Like, there's nothing about this that is going away anytime soon. This is how you've all. This is how you've been, and this is how you perhaps will always be. And it's okay. And if I want somebody to love me for me, they have to see that and accept that as well. Because otherwise I'm showing up as a false representation of who I am. Um, Of course, I didn't say it in that way. But, you know, that's what I realized. So I got to a place where I was able to just kind of be me and, and let that speak for itself. But I still had that little insecurity every now and then in my mind. So I would have thought they probably would pick somebody that's like, Miss popular you know just really put together you know so i was you
1: oh <laughs> and it is you now but i'm saying what yeah. i was saying about homecoming days but um that yeah. is you, though and with you saying that like that's when you really realize that everybody, the way that people looked at you, that's what they look at is being beautiful. And I just remember being at the movies with her and a lot of, uh, and like going out and a lot of guys were really attracted to her. And like, that didn't stop anything. My whole reason of saying that is that like, as much as I was attracted to her as a friend, even the men saw the confidence, they saw the beauty, they didn't care about her arm mm-hmm. and it didn't stop people from being attracted to her because her outside beauty and her confidence shine through too. She right. was attractive to, to everybody um, and just such a great personality. And we're always laughing and having a good time. And yes. it just shows you that it's all about that inner and that confidence. And we all have insecurities. So I'm, I'm glad mm-hmm. that Adrienne mentioned that, you know, she was insecure at points because I had my insecurities even without Anything going on like that? I refuse to use disability because, like, I'm like I feel like it's not one for Adrian. Yeah, <laughs>
0: so I don't really yeah, say it too much either. <laughs> yeah. I just put
1: that out of my vocabulary, but every once in a while, I may say it. But um, I, I don't feel like it is one for Adrian. So that was my main point to uh, emphasize that everybody consider her beautiful inside and out.
0: Yeah, I thank you for oh. that. Yeah. You're welcome.
1: Now let's move to pursuing passion. So you have a few passions that I know of, but I'm going to let you share them. And I want to know what your passions were, how you realized them and like just how you pursued it, your whole passion story.
0: Um, All right. So my first passion, uh, dance. I could not live life without dance. I tell you, like dance has carried me through so much. It helped first. It helped really boost my confidence. Um, It fed my personality because I have a fun, loving personality. Um, And then it also into adulthood has carried me through just ebbs and flows of life, some ups and downs, you know, but dance has always been that thing that has just been the constant that brought me joy. I started dance, I want to say I might've been like seven, maybe, um, and as as you know, we danced together, um back home in Charlotte at miss donna's, and um, yeah, <laughs> raised the roof in a long time
1: <laughs> raising the roof Woo.
0: okay sorry. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, so I started with dance and come to find out my mom said she put me in dance because she wanted to make sure that I didn't have um stage fright cuz that was her big thing when she was growing up and she also thought it would help me in my confidence being that I had a difference as well so a lot of times when you're in positions where you have a disability you think you cannot do but you can yeah. you really can you know as long as you mentally are strong enough and uh confident enough in yourself here, like I can do this thing, mm-hmm. I can do this, then more than likely you can. More than likely you will figure out a way. And I think honestly, I think that's even without a disability. Like if you have the drive and you know you really want to do a thing, if you know it and believe it here, then you'll figure out a way. Yeah, you know, and 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 so. Yeah, that's I was able to plug that into a lot of things and, and make things happen.
1: Stay tuned for part two of Adrian Free on the Paisa Noel Show. Thank you for tuning in to the Paisa Noel Show. Hashtag PNS. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode, got something out of it and found that laugh somewhere. If you are a visual person like me and you want to see these stunning guests in their interviews, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel at the Paisa Noel Show PNS. If you're feeling the PNS podcast, please hook a sister up with a fantastic rate and review. Okay, (laughs) they just got the option on Spotify now, too. So, you know, hook a girl up. Last but not least, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Paisa Noel Show. Blessings, love and laughter, y'all. Peace out. (laughs)